Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Friday. Can you believe it? This week has flown by. It's been a good week and uh, I've enjoyed so much the uh, opportunity to be with you on The Winning Side broadcast Monday through Friday at noon, and thank you for listening, those on the radio, 95.9 FM, and I hope you enjoy that radio station. I love it. I love listening to it when I'm uh, out and about and I'm driving, and I was listening yesterday afternoon, went to make a couple visits and had an appointment, and uh, I just, I love the music. I love the preaching. I love getting to hear the teaching, and uh, I thank the Lord for it. I thank the Lord for our sponsors. I enjoy getting to hear those ads of just different uh, people that have sponsored our station, and uh, they've been very kind to us, and we're so thankful for all of those folks. Happy birthday uh, today on this Friday, April 16th. Happy birthday to Teresa Portis, and I hope you have a great day today. And then tomorrow, happy birthday to Meredith Jones and Marshall Overton. I hope you folks have a great day tomorrow. And then I want to remind you, you know what's coming. It's Sunday. Sunday will be here. Drive-in service, 9 o'clock. Online Sunday school, 1015. Brother Caleb did not volunteer to do two weeks in a row, so I'll be teaching this Sunday. And then uh, the morning service at 11 o'clock, and then Sunday night at 6 o'clock. We have a special uh, group that will be with us Sunday night from West Coast Baptist College, uh, Brother uh, John Williams. He is a good man. Some of you will recognize him. I'll tell you more about him. Uh, but he was at Beacon Baptist uh, for years, uh, serving with Pastor Rabin. And then uh, he went and helped to start a church in Arizona. And after that church got started, he went and he now works at uh, Lancaster Baptist Church, West Coast Baptist College. So we'll have a great service together on Sunday night. And I hope you'll plan to join us. And let's pray for God to do something great. You know, sometimes Sundays we just show up and we expect God to speak. And, and by the way, I'm glad he does speak sometimes when we just show up. But how much better it would be if we would be prepared and if we would be prayed up and if we'd go with the right spirit, say, Lord, speak to me and Lord, use me uh, on Sunday. Use me to be a blessing to somebody else. And I hope you plan to join us on Sunday. If you have another church that you attend, I hope you'll be in your church and I hope you encourage your pastor and encourage the members there and pray for your church. And so we'll have a great day on Sunday. I want you to hear this song, uh, When He Carries Me Away. There's coming a time when uh, we're going to hear that trumpet sound and we will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. You listen to this good song and then we'll get into our Bible study. Here we are so often filled with heartache So many times we weep when loved ones pass But there's a place the gloom of death and someday it will be my home at last when he calls me to that land of no tomorrow 
That's, that's all true, by the way. That's all going to happen one of these days. We'll lay down all our troubles, all of our cares, and all of our sorrows. And what a day that will be. I'm thankful for heaven. I'm thankful for the promise that Jesus is coming back, and it could be today. And I hope you're ready. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your Savior, today is the day. Now is the time for you to put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And I'm so thankful for that great song. Daniel chapter 9, we're not going to finish it up today, but we'll finish it up here these next few days. I've got some things I want to try to explain, and I don't want to try to cram it all into one. So we'll do the best we can to work through it, kind of piece by piece. Verse number 20 of Daniel chapter 9, he said, And whilst I was speaking and praying, in confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel and presenting my supplication before the Lord my God for the holy mountain of my God. Yea, verse 21, whilst I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, he touched me about the time of the evening oblation or the evening sacrifice. And he informed me, and he talked with me and said, O Daniel, I am now come forth to give thee skill and understanding. We see in this passage that Daniel is praying. He's talking to God. He's confessing his sin. He's confessing the sins of his people. And it says in verse 21 that while he was praying, God answered his prayer. Don't you love it when God answers prayer immediately? And by the way, I have seen some times where I am praying and God will give me the answer while I'm praying. 
I've seen it where I'm praying and God will give me the answer a few minutes later or a few hours later or the same day. I love it when God answers prayer immediately. Now, I have to say this. God doesn't always answer prayer immediately. Sometimes it takes time and sometimes it takes trust and sometimes it takes waiting on God and and having patience and letting God work things out in his schedule. But in this case, God answered immediately. Verse 22, the angel Gabriel showed up and Gabriel touched Daniel and he informed him. He explained to him, he talked to him and he helped him to understand uh, what the uh, uh, issue was, what Daniel was praying about to begin with. Notice verse 23, Gabriel came and he assured Daniel that God loved him. He said, uh, Daniel, thou art greatly beloved. You know what that word beloved means? Obviously, we see the word love in there. But that word literally means, Daniel, you are precious to God. Can I tell you, you are precious to God today. You're listening on the radio and you may feel like nobody cares and nobody knows what you're going through and nobody loves you and nobody appreciates you. First of all, I don't think that's the case. Sometimes we feel like that. But I want to tell you, even if you do feel like that and even if that may be true in your situation, and I hope it's not, but even if it's true, I want to tell you this, you're precious to God and God loves you and you are valuable to God and God knows right now exactly what you're going through. He knows the burdens that you're carrying. He knows the struggles that you're facing. And God showed up, sent an angel and showed up to Daniel and he said, Daniel, you are greatly beloved. You are precious to God. Not only that, but God wanted Daniel to understand what he was dealing with, the matter that he was dealing with. You say, well, what was the matter? What was the issue? We'll go back to Daniel 9, verse number 2. It says that uh, it was the first year of uh, the reign that Daniel said, I understood by books the number of the years whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolations of Jerusalem. And so that's what Daniel was musing on. That's what the the matter was. That's what the, the issue was for Daniel. He was trying to get that figured out. And he said, I understood by reading Uh, the books and by reading the Bible, I understood that those 70 years uh, were God's judgment. Those 70 years captivity, that was God's judgment upon Judah because of their sin. But here's what's so amazing to me. God not only helped Daniel to understand that, but then God showed Daniel some more things that Daniel did not understand. God wanted Daniel to understand even more than he already did. Now think about this. Follow me here. God wants you and God wants me to understand more of the Bible than we understand right now. Did you know? I mean, God wants you to understand it. God did not give you his word and and, and sit up in heaven uh, 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 rubbing his hands together saying, ha ha, they'll never figure this out. No, God gave us his word for us to understand. Well, how do we understand the Word of God? Well, one way is by prayer. We talk to God and we say, God, open thou mine eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. Another way we understand the Bible is the more we read it and the more we compare Scripture with Scripture and the more we read and the more we study, the more God shows us and God reveals it to us. You see, God wrote the Bible And God has given us his Holy Spirit to live inside of us. So you have the author of the book living inside of you. 
And the Holy Spirit is the one that leads us and guides us into all truth. I'll tell you another way that I can understand more of the Bible, and that is through preaching and teaching. It's amazing to me. A preacher will get up and he'll preach a passage. I've read it a hundred times. I've even preached from it before. But God will use that preacher to help me to understand something that I hadn't seen before. I'm not talking about heresy. I'm not talking about some new doctrine or some new truth. But the Word of God is so powerful. You'll never exhaust it. You'll never understand it all. You'll never comprehend it all. But that's why we ought to strive every day to read and to understand more and more of the Bible. And then another way that you can understand the Bible better is as you share it with others. I've said this before, but when you take the Bible and you explain it to somebody else, it's amazing how God helps your understanding. Now, it probably would be a good idea to make sure you understand it before you try to teach it to somebody else. But here's what I'm saying is, when you share the book, when you share the Bible with somebody else, it helps you to have a better grasp and a better understanding of the Word of God. So we see in Daniel chapter 9, we see that God answers Daniel's prayer. God shows him and God helps him to understand. Well, what did God help him to understand? I want you to look with me at verse number uh, 24. He says, 70 weeks are determined upon thy people. So Daniel's been praying and confessing the sin of his nation and God answers and he says, I want you to know that 70 weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city to finish the transgression, to make an end of sins, and to make reconciliation for iniquity, and to bring in everlasting righteousness, and to seal up the vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy. So Daniel has now understood the 70 years, and God helps him to understand that through the Bible and through uh, the reading. But now, God says, you understand the 70 years. God says, now, I want to explain to you, and I want to show you the 70 weeks. And we'll see, to, uh, not tomorrow, we'll see Monday, but we'll see that these 70 weeks are literally 70 weeks of years, or 70 sevens, or 490 years of prophecy that God gave to Daniel and he said, I want you to know these things. I want you to write these things down. You may not understand it all now, but this is my plan. This is prophecy of something that God says, I will fulfill. I'm thankful that we have the word of God. I'm thankful that God has given us his word. I'm thankful he's given us prophecy. We know some things that are yet to come. How come? Not because we've guessed, not because we're so intelligent, but because we have read the Word of God. And we know that God has a plan for your life, for my life. We know that God has a plan for this world. And I hope that uh, you and I will stay faithful to the Word of God to follow God's plan for our lives. God bless you. I hope you have a great day, a great weekend. We'll look forward to a great day on Sunday. And then we'll be back Monday and we'll uh, dive into these 70 weeks and see what the Word of God has for us to learn. God bless you. Have a great day. On the winning side, yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member? 
or a coworker, we are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.